this thing on? Welcome back to Lexi's Lounge, your home for mind, body, business, and marketing. This no-holds-barred conversation happens every Tuesday with new guest experts, raw conversations, and real tips for lasting change for your mind, body, your business, and your marketing. So grab your cocktail and let's dive in. Katie and Kelly, I am so excited to be talking to you guys today. If you guys have not met Katie and Kelly before, they are the founders of Leo Rising. They combined their experience managing multi-million dollar launches in big tech, esthetician by trade, health coaching, and brought those forces together to create a new way of doing business in their brand, Leo Rising. So welcome, you guys. Can you tell us more about yourself, Leo Rising, what you have going on? You want to go, Katie? Sure. <laughs> we always do this. We're like, who should go first? Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so yeah. So so Leo Rising, we really like we we bring together design, consultancy, and community, which is all of our passions together into one business for purpose-led women to help them really to create iconic, sustainable businesses that ultimately create more freedom in their lives as well. So that's what we are, we're here to do. And uh, Kelly and I came together because Kelly was a client of mine and we just loved working together so much. We decided, okay, we've got to do something together. And our passions, our missions, our visions were so in tune with one another. We were like, we want to do it together, but I'll let Kelly share more about that as well. Yeah. So I actually hired Katie and like we were talking about before we started the podcast a little bit is that I found her on Instagram without knowing her. Like I've never done this before where I've found someone on Instagram without no knowledge. And really it was through her Instagram, the way it was set up that I was like, dang, this is so good. And so then I ended up hiring her and we really connected. And then I guess through months of us working together, we figured out we had so much in common and we had a similar vision for how we wanted to, to serve our own clients. So we've just combined forces. She truly is the yin to my yang. Like I can make stuff look pretty. I can write words, but as far as like having the strategy and all the components of how to market a business, she's light years ahead of me and she's really organized. So for me, I have a creative <laughs> brain. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, you're so organized. It's ridiculous. So. <laughs> well, in comparison to me, I wouldn't say I'm unorganized. I'm just, I have a way of that. I want to, I just want to create and just get it done. And so I think basically at the end goal, like Katie said, is we're really working to help women, like instead of them sort of having their business hijack their life, we want them to still allow them to have life. Their life gets to be, because you got in this for more freedom and not less. And so how, are we, how can we help women really create the impact that they're craving while also still having the life that they're craving? Mm-hmm. And to us, that's like setting up a, a business that is sustainable. And that's what we're helping to do. Yeah. I love also your testimonials that you're like, Hey, I actually hired Katie to be my coach or help me with this certain thing. And then we actually realized that we loved each other enough and we created a whole, we dropped everything we were doing and created a whole business Mm -hmm. together. I think that's just proof in the pudding that nobody is better than each other. Like I'm not better than you and you're not better than me. We're just different. We have different strengths, like obviously more organized. And Kelly's more like, I want to utilize and capitalize on my creative spurts that I get. And I totally Mm -hmm. resonate with that. And it's crazy how you just started working with her sight unseen because you were in such alignment that it blows my mind. Mm -hmm. It just proves. And we've never met in person either. Yeah. We still never met to this day. 
Oh my gosh, you guys have plans to do that? We do. Yeah, June 2022, we are hoping to go to Ibiza. So yet to be booked, but we're looking at Ibiza, an island off Spain. Is that like um, in Europe? Ibiza. Is that is that the same? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. like I think it's European Cancun. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is gonna be so fun. There is a family side as well. Don't worry, we're not gonna be all yeah. like neck and Jaeger bombs. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Hey, no With the part. kids in tow. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Up. Just kidding. Mm-hmm. But I think it's really cool. So to give you guys a backstory, Kelly and Katie, or actually Katie was the one who reached out to me and was like, hey, I have this new thing going on. I want you to come and meet everybody and network. And so I jumped on there and that was the first time I met Kelly and I could instantly see that they had a connection between each other. And they had just this whole community of entrepreneurs in there. And their mission is something that I really align with. And I absolutely love what they're doing. So that's why I really wanted them to come on and talk about community, because that's such a huge thing that we are going to see in 2022. I think it's really important as Mm -hmm. a leader in your industry to build a community around yourself, but also have it a safe place where the people in your community can collab with each other, where they can find their next business coach or their next mentor or their next graphic designer or whatever you may need. So I really love that you guys are combining forces to do that and create a new paradigm in business because of that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So Absolutely. I think the thing with community for us, I think if we're really looking at why this has become so important is because this idea of women are, they're incredibly burnt out. And it's like, we have all of these things to do as entrepreneurs. So how can we leverage the thing that we're actually really good at, which is forming relationships? And so how can we come together in a way where we, because if you look at how women buy and how they purchase and how they interact with one another is they go from referrals from their friends. They look to their community. And I think what can happen as an entrepreneur is you build, you you become so isolated. It's almost like you have your real life and your in-person friends, and then you have your online community where you kind of feel like ungot in kind of both of it. And so it can feel, one, you can kind of run into like you get in your head and you think that, you know, you're not good enough or that you're stuck or you're the only one experiencing that. And then the other one is like, we are so good about receiving referrals from a friend, why are we not using more of that as we're building our business rather than kind of like, you know, focusing on promoting ourselves all over? It's not that the social media isn't great, but if you're putting all this effort into this, what if you actually put effort into the relationships mm-hmm. where you feel safe, you feel supported, and then you also have people referring you to either their clients or they're hiring you. And so I just think Katie and I actually, we have someone that we've brought on that brought up a really good point that we are no longer, essentially with all of us going into being entrepreneurs or this becoming this big wave or this movement, we're still doing business like men in that we're like doing this like hustle and grind. Like what if Mm -hmm. we do business like women? And I think a huge component of doing business like women is leveraging our innate ability to relate to one another and to really build strong relationships. I feel like that really is the bedrock because when I first started my business, 
I mean, entrepreneurship is so lonely. When you first start out, you're like, oh, I, mm-hmm. you can Google all you want, but there's so many questions that are going to come up that you just need somebody to reach out to and be like, is this normal? How do I do this? Do you have any tips? Do you have any advice? And I yeah. actually joined, I don't know if you guys know what Boss Babe is, but I joined their community when I first started my business. Is that how we met, Katie? No? Possibly. Yeah. Okay. I, I also was in Boss Babe. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like I made a lot. I met, again, see, this is like yeah. the yeah. Yeah. community yeah. connection. Yeah. So if I Mm -hmm. had not joined Boss Babe when I first started my business, Mm -hmm. I don't even know where I would be right now because I've met Katie, like I've collaborated with so many people. Honestly, Mm -hmm. a lot of the people that I have collaborated with, they have become my clients or I've become their client Mm -hmm. because you meet so many different people. And I to yeah. touch on your point about how we're still doing business like men, I think it's it's really interesting because like you said earlier, we do quit our corporate jobs, do the great resignation so we can have our own freedom and lifestyle, but then we create mm-hmm. this business in a way that we think is by the rules. And like, yes. mm-hmm. who created the rules? Anyway, right. And like, why are they the, yeah. the who? And we, I think it's more of like confirmation bias. We see people doing things a certain way. We see them showing up on their stories all the time on Instagram. We see them sticking to one platform, doing month long launches, doing this, that, and the other thing. And we're like, oh, okay, well, that's how I'm supposed to do it then. But we completely yeah. ignore our intuition and the things that our internal yeah. guidance is already telling us. Like, this is what you should be doing. This is how you do it. So I feel like there's a lot of self-sabotage around 100%. Absolutely. Yep. And it's about that balance of the, the feminine and the masculine energy. So you've got like, you know, the masculine being the strategy and the sales and all of that. Yes, you still need that in business, but you also need your intuition, your creativity and your relationships that your relationships that come with being a woman. So if you bring those two together, you get that really balanced business and balanced leadership as well. Um, and I just wanted to touch on a point there that Kelly said about, you know, that feeling of being safe in a community and ultimately belonging that's what we really want people to feel that they belong to a space that they're not alone like you know the fears that come up are all the same when you strip back everything you strip back you know oh I'm having this problem on Instagram or I'm having this problem with my sales funnel it all comes back to the same fears which is that fear of not being safe not belonging not you know not feeling that they're on the right path that they're doing things the way they should be doing or the way they need to be doing for for their success so that's really important to us Mm -hmm. but not only that when we look at the females and like how we're so good at relationships you look at like Kelly said the way we buy right the way people buy is through relationships and that whole referral network but also if you look at sales psychology you've got your buyer personas, you've got, you know, your expressive buyer, they want to feel heard, seen, they want to be nurtured, they want a relationship with someone before they buy. And then equally, I was talking about about this with Kelly earlier, which is, if you look at the blue zones, I don't know if you've heard of the blue zones in the world. Uh Okay, so they're ultimately places within the world where people live longer and better. So they have all of these habits that they do, right? So Okay, nutrition, exercise, sleep, it's a given. But one of the big things is community and socializing with other people. I think it's one out of three live till they're 90, which is really impressive. 
They also spend a lot of time with family and connection. So it, it goes like an everything that we look at. It's sales psychology. It's, you know, us being women. It is when you look at wellness and the blue zones, if you want to live a happier, longer life, community is a really big part of that. So bringing that in to your business is going to help your business to thrive better as well. So, yeah. I think a lot of it too is number one, to touch on the blue zone point, people literally die of being isolated. Mm-hmm. Like, Mm-hmm. that's why people who are in solitary confinement literally go crazy mm-hmm. because they need yeah. other humans. So that's, that's a great mm-hmm. point about community humans in general. They need to feel like they belong and they need a place where people just get it. They just get it. There's no questions asked. Asked mm-hmm. a lot of times I see people on social media who are running a business and they're really afraid to be vulnerable and ask those questions that would make Mm -hmm. them feel like they're not an authority in their industry because it's Mm -hmm. like, okay, if I'm having first, let's use this as an example. I told Katie before this podcast started recording that I was having like a mental breakdown this morning, just burnt out, so much Mm -hmm. stuff going on in my life. But I think a lot of people would take that and be like, well, I have to internalize it. I can't say anything. I can't talk to anybody. If I did share it on social media, people would think that I'm not an authority. I don't have my shit together. And that Mm -hmm. is honestly the furthest thing from the truth. And when you have that community and that safe place, we could be like, hey, my life sucks right now. You will get so much encouragement, maybe even Mm -hmm. some tips. Maybe even somebody would send you like food in the mail (laughs) or DoorDash or Mm -hmm. whatever. But you need those people who have your back and just understand without even questions asked. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like, when, oh, oh, go ahead, Katie. Go, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> I was going to say when we were setting up our, when we were like, when I was reaching out to people to ask them if they wanted to join our call, the networking event, I basically, on two, two of the women I spoke to were like, I don't know if I'm going to actually stay in business. I had such a hard time with my clients. They were thinking of giving up. And I was like, I was like, that is crazy that you're having this. Like, I think this, this is even more of an indicator that I'd love to have you come on this call because I think you knowing that you're the same, like there's another person going through the very same emotion that you're going through. I think is basically, I think what we look at is like, oh shit, something's gone wrong. And at the end of the day, nothing has gone wrong. It's a part of being an entrepreneur. It's a part of the ebb and flow of what you're getting on this floor. And I think if, if we would, we're going to, we would lose people in this space or we could potentially be losing people in this space. I know I've wanted to give up several times. And the one thing that kept me from not going on was my relationships. I've, it's the relationships that I form mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur that I am, I mean, they're honestly the people that see because my work is my soul. And so, and if I'm not really showing that to my in-person life, and if I'm, those are the people, the the community I've built online, I just feel like, oh my God, I can't imagine not having that. That would be, that's the reason why I keep going more than, that trumps everything on the days when I'm having a really hard, when this feels like all too much. Like I would love to just stay home and bake cookies and not have so much on my mind. Yeah. And the, the other the other point I was going to make was back to the, the blue zones, right? There's two different, and I wrote them down in front of me so I would remember. So one of them is life purpose. So really knowing and understanding their life purpose. And then another one is spirituality. So we're like, okay, so, you know, exercise, sleep, nutrition, maybe we don't cover that. But what we can cover within a community is understanding your life purpose and what you want to do. It's, you know, different forms of spirituality. That's going to be, you know, religion for some people. It's going to be angels for others. It will be the universe for others, whatever that is. But having that connection and feeling of belonging, all of that ties together. So if you can bring that into a community, 
and have that and then you sort out your own exercise and your sleep and your nutrition, then, you know, you're going to have a longer, happier life. Yeah. I think one thing that's really cool about community to your point is that you get to be a part of something that is greater than you, but you also Mm -hmm. get to really expose yourself to things that may challenge you. The thing about entrepreneurship is it is a mental game. and you will never grow as much as you would if you were an entrepreneur because you Mm -hmm. have to keep trying, failing and figuring it Mm -hmm. out and just do things. It pushes you to this new level. Like when people talk about their embodying their highest self or whatever, I'm, you know how we talk about ideal clients? Well, what's your ideal self? And I feel like when you expand yourself in a community and you see people like, okay, I believe in God, for example, Mm -hmm. but I know other people believe in the universe and mm-hmm. that I love that we can coexist together and still love each other regardless of our difference of opinions and beliefs yeah. and really get to know like why people feel the way they do and why they right. believe the things they do. I think that's the most interesting thing in the world. Understanding and like I'm always, you know, I'm very open to whatever anyone wants to believe in, give them comfort, you know, wants to do. Because if it makes them happy, then that's what they've got to do for themselves. So who are we to judge? We're not. We can't. We shouldn't. I mean, our whole yeah. lives, like the lens we see the world through, that is based off of our childhood, who our parents were, how mm-hmm. our parents talked about us, how they talked to us, our socioeconomic status, where we live, the people we hang out with, like traumas, lived experience. There's so many things. Yeah. Like no one human is the same. And that's what I find so fascinating. And that's, I genuinely love getting to know mm-hmm. people. And like, why do you believe the way you do? Why do you, why do you see the world through this lens? Like, I just want to understand. And I think it's so fast like right now I'm like butterflies it's it gets me Uh, it gets me off (laughs) (laughs) and I just like what if everybody related that way I mean I think at the at at our fundamental core we all want the same thing we all want to feel safe we're so it's like we're all fighting because we all think that we're believing Mm -hmm. and we're so vastly different but we're not and I think I think through the power of relationship I mean (laughs) there's that quote from the Dalai Lama that the world will be saved by the western woman and that's not like I think it is about this idea of relating through I think women are really really good at like okay like I don't I don't necessarily agree with that but I would love to hear why you think the way that you do and Mm -hmm. at the end of the day if we can just be open and understanding one another then I think that is how because we're never gonna we're not designed to all believe the same stuff and and operate in the exact same I mean that's not what we came here for life would be boring yes it'd be so boring and (laughs) so I think I think realistic is that to be like you have to see the world the way I do because the way I see the world is the only way the only way right yeah Yeah. so (laughs) more power for we have have work to do yeah, definitely. But like ultimately our, our brains, and I heard this from a neuroscientist a couple of days ago, and basically our brains are there to make us feel protected, to feel safe. That is their job. Like there is a part of your brain and that is the job. Your subconscious is to make you feel safe and protected. But you know, back in the stone age, it was from predators or whatever the dangers, the fears were. Whereas now that has evolved and it's, you know, all of these little fears, it could be they could be big, they could be small, they could be fears of not succeeding. They come in so many different forms. And our brain has now adapted to ultimately put up a shield when those fears come in. So if we can have a space where we're being able to talk about those fears with other women, we can bring down those barriers a bit and actually yeah. live, you know, more freely and get rid of some of those fears and those, you know, limiting beliefs that are stuck with us. 
That's a great point. Let's touch on that. The fact that there has been a... I feel like there's been like a stereotype about women being catty, women being bitches. You can't trust mm-hmm. women because back in high school, somebody backstabbed you. How do mm-hmm. we move past that in order to put ourselves out there vulnerably and be open and really develop deep and meaningful relationships that aren't just surface level? And honestly, I think that comes with age as well, right? I think as you, you know, grow up and you have life experience, a lot of that and you realize there's more to life than, you know, like, God, I was definitely bitchy in school and I had arguments and had people I liked or didn't like. And that's the way it was. But it's like a competitive environment, you know, and again, it's your fears coming up, fear of not being liked and fears of you know, not being the cool one or not being with the cutest boy in the school or whatever it is, right? It's all of those- Not being the most popular. Yes, like all those all those fears are coming up. And I see it with my six-year-old. Like I see it with her and her friends. And it's crazy. It's like they start to leave, leave each other out and, you know, three is a crowd and all of that. When there's three of them together, you know, one is more left out than the other. And it's happening from such a young age. But I think it comes with age, like once we get through life experience and what we can do is try and teach our kids to be more, you know, inclusive and to build relationships and, you know, to really love people, love, you know, each other. And I think if you have that, then with age really comes the ability to take away the bitchiness and the cattiness and actually move on from that and support and empower other women. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, it comes down to intention. Like, what is it that you want? And I think the more you are like sure of the relationship that you want to facilitate, the more that that, that's what you're going to attract. So if you're willing, if you are there and you want to be there for for another person and you want to be incredibly supportive and you're here for all sides of them, then I think that's the exact relationship you will bring into. I mean, I I haven't experienced any bitchiness or cattiness online Really, it's been such a loving and amazing place mm-hmm. that sometimes I'm like, gosh, I would, I would just, I would love to be seen in that same way in my everyday life that my online community sees me and supports me. So, yeah, I just think there's so much potential. I don't know about there. you guys, but I have my own like personal Instagram account that my friends, family, like people who know me in same. real life are on. But when I created my work Instagram account and I really, I don't know what it was, but I was like, I can be my most authentic self here. Mm-hmm. And I started doing the weird shit that I'm a weird person. Like, I, yeah, right. Like I like doing weird shit. I like being funny. I like, I like doing that. And I started yeah. doing that on my, my work account. And then it was crazy how quickly I just threw my personal account in the trash. Cause they're not really in the trash, but you know, I like, I'm not on it because I don't feel like I can be a hundred percent myself there because of yeah. the people who know me in person. And I'm coming from a they, place of they like, judge you. Pleaser. yeah, I'm coming from mm-hmm. a place of being a people pleaser mm-hmm. in the past. And I really suppressed a version of myself because I didn't want to step yep. on anybody's toes or offend anybody or yep. be one way or yep. the other, or be perceived a certain way. So when I really stepped into this account, I was like, I'm just going to be me. And it's, it's been incredible. And, you know, I actually did start taking parts. If you saw my post from the other day, yesterday, I started taking mm-hmm. parts of like my beliefs that I have not really been sharing on my work account. And I started 
I started sharing them because I'm like, if I really, if I'm going to go hard in this and I really want to show up most authentically, most vulnerably, like just be Mm -hmm. every whole part of myself, I have to tie in everything now and the time is now. But what I wanted to say about what you said, Kelly, was about you are what you attract, essentially. The way I said it is, in my mind, is be the change that you want to see. So if you don't want people to be bitchy and catty to you, don't be bitchy and catty to other people. Yeah. I think Mm -hmm. a lot of it too comes down to trusting yourself and having a relationship with yourself, knowing what your purpose is, knowing Mm -hmm. what your values are, knowing what's in integrity for you. And I mean, I'm not going (laughs) to... I'm not here to say that we have to be perfect all the time because sometimes shit triggers you. But it's when mm-hmm. in those moments when you're triggered and being like, okay, why is this triggering me? You have an opportunity right there to go inside and be like, okay, I understand. And that's another thing. Like I really got into psychology and understanding people after an abusive relationship. And mm-hmm. I started understanding why hurt people hurt people. And from there, mm-hmm. I realized you can't control people. But you, I, what I kind of do is I compartmentalize people. If they're like, if they're kind of toxic, I'll put them in a box. I don't hate you. I'm not going to ignore you forever. But like, I know, for example, if I tell you something and you repeat it, I'm just not going to disclose that stuff to you anymore. I'm not going to like cut you out of my life, but it's like, okay, there's right. different levels of friendships and people and, yeah, you know, so on. And you start to move away. Like when you, when you really get comfortable with who you are and what you want to do, you actually start to move away from all of those toxic relationships, let's call them naturally, because you know, you've lost interest in maybe some of the stuff that they're doing and you've got a new way of doing things that they're not quite on board with. So you naturally move into doing things your own way and actually removing those toxic people from your life. So I think again, that like comes with us really getting to know each, know ourselves and each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. That's why I fell in love with astrology mm-hmm. is like, I think sometimes you get like a map of like the proof that's been going on that you like have these little hunches for and you see the proof, you see your gifts, you see your challenges in a way that you're like, oh my God, I'm not imagining this. This isn't like a fluke. This isn't me. Because I think what happens in our culture is we feel like to be validated in something, we need to have a certification, a degree, some sort of outside validation that's going to let us know that we're really, really good at something. And I think if you can actually see it and trust it and follow it and then give it And I think that's when you like really start to fall in love with yourself and you have the deep trust of like, oh my gosh, like I trust myself enough to know that like this is lighting me up and I'm going to follow this. And the more lit up we are, the more we can light other people Mm -hmm. up. And so I think that's a huge foundation in, in building amazing relationships is you being really like you having so much passion Mm -hmm. running through Empowered people empower people. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's been a yeah. bit of a toxic yeah. environment in the coaching industry. You know, you've seen it recently that a lot of people, it's becoming all about the money. And it's, you know, what what can I do with this launch to get onto the, you know, the next level of income to get to that six figure, seven figures, whatever. Ultimately, if we take that away and do it with purpose and being ourselves and actually what really drives us, like ultimately for me, it's not about the money, you know, the money is great it helps to serve your life in that way but it's the freedom of actually working less and enjoying more time with my family and being able to travel with them and all of that so if you take away if you look at your purpose and why you want to do things and take away it just being about the money I think people become much more empowered they empower each other and they become much more connected Um, and I think that's really going to shift in 2022 we're going to see a lot of big coaching programs people are going to be you know joining because the trust is going and why do we trust people relationships 
So yeah, I think we're going to see a massive shift. There has yeah, been a lot of, I think in 2021, I'm like, what year is it? A lot mm-hmm. of the marketing tactics we saw on Instagram specifically was, oh, I just had a 10K month. Oh, I did this. I had this huge launch. I just made 120,000, da, 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 blah, blah, blah. And to your point, Katie, I do think mm-hmm. that in 2022, we're going to see a lot more life transformations. Like yeah. I got out of a yes. You change. Like, yes. Honestly, mm-hmm. here, here's my here's my piece of wisdom. If you can transform someone's life, not even financially, but if you can shift their mindset and make them see the version of themselves that you see in them, that mm-hmm. is everything. You have a client for life, for life. Yeah. 1000%. Yeah. You know, it, like anyone that I have invested in or worked with myself has been through relationships and that trust and really, you know, like working with someone who really wants you to do well, who wants you to do well as much as they want themselves to do well. I think that's why myself and Kelly like got on so well when we worked together because I was like, come on, we're going to do this. We're going to, and that is the way I, that is what I want to do. I want to see others do well. And I think if we can bring that into like our general day-to-day business practices, how we work with clients, building those solid relationships and like the friend zone is the place to be. It's not, you know, Uh the feared place of Instagram. What if I get friend zoned? Well, that's actually a good thing. Let's talk about the friend zone. Yeah. Let's freaking talk oh. about that. That is, that's a key point. Cause I think people are afraid of it. They don't want to be in the friend zone. They want to, they want to have your guys's incredible testimonial. They want to have someone find them on Instagram and be like, I'm in your $10,000 program right now. But that's, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily always going to happen. And if that's your expectation of what business looks like, you're going to be thoroughly disappointed. Well, I would say too, like, I feel like, you know, when I really looked at like all the clients that I had, first of all, I don't really get clients from, from Instagram, which I shouldn't probably, I don't know if I should admit that or not, but like all of them have been referral based. And it's because every single client that I've ever had, I actually end up hiring. Like I either hire them or I befriend them. And and I think it's because I fall so in love with them as a person that it's like, it is a form of relationship. And then, you know, if you just look at the power of a referral, I mean, you, I mean, like sometimes like there'll be one client that's like, we've, we've bonded so much that then they send three other clients. Yeah. And then I get to, I get to meet with three other people that are very similar to the client that I just worked with. That was an ideal client. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think that is like, isn't that the goal is that you get to actually have you really enjoy your experience with your clients. I mean, I've had a few bad apples, but to be honest, like they've, it's been such an enjoyable experience getting mm-hmm. to see these women understand what they do. And been like, like, I love it when I get off the call and I'm like, well, I need this. I want to hire them. <laughs> yeah. Like, I believe so much in the work that you do. I want to, I want to hire you to help me do it. But I didn't even know that I was looking for it. Actually, that's what happened with Katie. I, mean, I wasn't even looking for a launch strategist <laughs> yeah. and Instagram like suggested her. And I was like, I think I need one now. <laughs> we'll work it launch. some way. I, I remember your yeah. launch, Katie, and you did really good with that one. You were very mm. visible a bit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't mean to interrupt. It's going to be really quick, but we have a message from our sponsors. By the way, I hope you love what you're hearing so far. Now from our sponsor. Hey, it's Alexi McKinley. I'm your host of this podcast and also the sponsor of this podcast because I own Upwest Social and PR. For all my business owners out there, are you looking to grow your brand expand your reach, become the number one top trusted source in your industry, and continually have a funnel of new clients to work with? If you said yes to any of these questions, it's time you join the Be Your Own Publicist program, or as I like to call it, BYOP. 
This is an eight-week hybrid program where you will learn the ins and outs of doing your own PR, essentially becoming your own publicist. For more information or to join, hit the link in the show notes below. Now back to our scheduled programming. You know, like I've been launching in corporate for years. Like I've done multiple multi-million Black Friday campaigns for one of the biggest tech companies in the world. And it is heavy, right? It is heavy. It's for, no matter what size business that you're you're in, launching is a lot of work. So if you can, you know, have, yes, have a couple of your, your big launches a year to keep your business and your new leads coming in and all of that, like when we're talking about omni-channel marketing, we, you know, want to keep things fresh. Yes. But if you can have also like a bank of, of clients coming into you through genuine referrals and connections, win-win, you know, you're going to be less burnt out. You're going to have clients that are going to be your ideal clients because they're all connected with each other and referring you to each other, you know, to their friends. And if you think about it, if you have one client refer you to two, two people and the, those two people refer you to two people, it just expands from there. So, and it's, it's all about that trust. You know, I definitely ask people like my friends, even within this online community that may have worked with someone before, before I invest as well, because I'm looking for that validation. Yeah, we need to feel seen and heard. And when when you get a referral, though, that's that's like you. That's a warm lead. That's a um, I mm-hmm. think that's like more of a exactly. hot lead actually. Because yes. if somebody you yeah. trust is like, hey, this is mm-hmm. your girl. Like she did my stuff. She's amazing. You're already mm-hmm. the selling process yep. is already done. It's just yeah, you jive exactly. Yeah, which takes a lot of the work out too. I mean, like even like why I started working with Katie, I hired her VA and her social mm-hmm. media person. <laughs> like it was all based on trust. It was like she can do it for you, she can do it for me, right? Right. And I was like, okay, cool, because I don't really want to go sleuthing for them. I haven't really had the best luck in the past. And then it's funny, like I had people who saw my social media were like, oh my god, who are you working with? And yeah. then it, then there goes the trickle down effect. And so I just I think. That's what I mean by women leveraging the power of their relationship to do business in a way where we're not having a nervous breakdown and feeling like we're burnt out. Like there, there really is an easier way to do this that I think is actually going to feel so much better mm-hmm. than we've had. And, and I mean, not to mention the power of relationship, you're not dealing with the isolation. You have a place mm-hmm. to go and just to even ask for help. Like, how do I put in this custom code on my Dubsado form? Like, have you guys ever done this before? And just have that. I think we need that too. Cause sometimes. Yeah. With, without you know, someone you looking for a, a big fee for us, right. You know, yeah. every question yeah. you ask yeah. comes with a price tag <laughs> Right. Right. Or you're like sifting through, you know, YouTube videos, trying to find the one that actually works. And so I don't know, I think, you know, cause there's, you have to wear a lot of hats as an entrepreneur and you have to figure out a lot of things that you didn't realize that you'd ever need to figure out. And so what if you had a community of people that like were really, really good in all different areas that you could have some help with? And things that you didn't even know, like I didn't even know about the power of SEO and YouTube until I met somebody that told me about the power of SEO and YouTube. And it's like, how many of those, like, I wouldn't even know when to ask for that Mm -hmm. person. So I don't know. I just, I think that is really going to be coming up in 2022 instead of, you know, we were talking about this idea of people really demonstrating big figures, but I think that we needed that because as I don't know if so many of us would have leapt 
We wouldn't have mm-hmm. left corporate. We wouldn't have decided to step away from our families. We wouldn't have, you know, really given that became a portal of permission yeah. that I think we all yes. needed to see that we could do this, that this is possible. And now I think what happened is we're all going after it. It's happening, but it's coming at the expense of our life. Mm-hmm. And so how can we have both? I think there's so much of that coming up because energetics is everything. Like where your energy is, is going to determine if your strategy works. So how can we do this in a way, like how can we really get to a place where our energy, like we feel rested, we feel excited, we feel creative, we feel tapped in, we feel supported. And we're also making the financial goals and the impact that we're craving. Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a great point. There's no we do not have to demonize the cash figures. Cause like you said, if somebody never posted that they had an $120,000 launch, I would have never known it's possible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And we need to know mm-hmm. it's possible. Yeah. yeah. But I think there needs to, like you said, be the balance of, okay, what, what's like the, the life transformation. And also what is the monetary transformation that you've had from your business, from your brand, from what you do, how you help your clients with it also. Yeah, exactly. Because I think we all have these amazing gifts. And then if we're creating these businesses that tap into it, like it's almost like, you know, these like gems of people coming along to help you and they all exist. Like we have this, these amazing abilities that we're now able to see because of social media. So we're able to find the people that can, I don't know, like be the shaman and do the, you know, like all of these different things that you never knew that you Mm -hmm. needed or that was available to you that are really, that they're, they're innate gifts. We're able to see that now. And then I think the more space that we give ourselves to really step into that, which I think does involve hiring help and asking for help and being able to receive help. And the more that they get to step into that and I, that's when they are like using their gifts for the transformation of others. And that's a win-win as well. Yeah. yeah. I think being a part of a community too, it's important to know, to come into it, knowing what your strengths are. Cause I think mm-hmm. a lot of times people jump into a community or a relationship and with the energetics, first of all, you can start feeling like if someone's in a bad mood, you can easily pick up on that energy and you get in a bad mood. Right. Or mm-hmm. if their strength is copywriting, you're like, well, I can copyright too. But you have to come in and know like, this is what I'm really good at. This is what I'm passionate about. This is the transformations that I've provided for myself and my clients and really stand firm in that and be able to give without expectation. Because I, I want to, I'm going to be vulnerable here, you guys. One of my mm-hmm. biggest things that haunts me is a girl when I first started she has collabed with me in the past she did a whole like presentation for me on my first ever course that I created she is amazing the sweetest person ever and one time she reached out to me she's like hey I was just seeing if we could jump on a a zoom call and like just ask you a couple questions about how you create a course, like a passive course. And I was like, okay, yeah, here's my schedule. And this is how much it costs. And I, it haunts me till this day because I'm like, I should have just put my ass on that zoom call and been like, Hey, I'm just here to serve. I'm helping. Mm -hmm. Not everything has to be paid because you know what, if I would have jumped on that zoom call with her, she probably would have reinvested in me later in the future because she knows that value I provide. But I got so stuck in the numbers. that she ended up making the course anyway. She talked to somebody, somebody helped her with it. But I'm like, Lexi, why'd you do that? But, and it probably came from, <laughs> from bad advice. You know, there's so much of it out there that it, you need to put a price tag on everything. And sometimes you need to actually be open to the conversation first to see where it might lead, you know? Yeah. And sometimes you can say no, mm-hmm. I too. I think, I think being careful with the message of, I think looking in and seeing what 
like, did you want to have that conversation? I think like really tapping into your intuition of like, I, I genuinely wanted to do this. And so then yes, go forth. It doesn't need a price tag. But if you're like, I don't really want to do this. This feels like I have so much on my schedule. I'm already stretched too thin. This isn't something I really want to do right now. Then I think, I think you get to, you get to say no or ask for money in return. I think, I think it really comes down to where, where's your energy with this? Do you actually mm-hmm. want this? And so, because really financial money is just energetics mm-hmm. too. I mean, we're putting a, we're putting, it's like a tangible piece to, to the amount of time and energy that you have. So I think I, w- I wouldn't, I wouldn't let it haunt you. If you, if you there's probably <laughs> no, a good I reason didn't. for no, it. It was, it was bad advice. And you know, now that I said that I'm thinking about another time, somebody reached out and they're like, Hey, I'm trying to get into the personal branding space. Can I da da da? And I asked somebody, I was like, what should I say? And they're like, hell no, tell them here's your booking link with your thing. So I, I did. And then she never responded. I'm like, that one was more of the intuition piece where I was like, that that's like a consulting thing for mm-hmm. me. But the friend, the girl who had helped mm-hmm. me in the past, like we had collabed together. I'm like, probably going to reach out to her after this and be like, I am so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was it? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like months ago. <laughs> Yeah. I think it would be amazing. I mean, that shows you're human and like, we're all learning and growing and we don't know what to do. And the people that are giving bad advice, they think it's good advice. It is literally the wild, wild west right now. Like we are all figuring this out. I remember when I first started and I swear, had I not heard this, I don't know if I would have kept going, but it was from somebody that I loved. It was from Ash Amberjay of the middle finger project. She said, nobody knows what they're doing. And I was like, nobody, (laughs) you, you, the one who just told me that like she made 60,000 in one month, you don't know Uh what you're doing. And I was like, okay, nobody does know what they're doing. We're all just kind of like throwing spaghetti. And the thing is, is what worked for someone else doesn't necessarily work for you if it's not aligned with you. So yes, that is so true. So true. Nobody freaking knows what they're doing. We have no, nobody knows what you're doing. Like use that as your permission slip to, to forgive the bad advice to, you know, to, I I think even giving the disclaimer with people like here, here's something that worked with me. See how it Mm -hmm. feels with you. Well, that's it. It's like one day something might feel really right, be the right thing to do and work really well. And then you, you know, do that the following week and it doesn't. And it's just because sometimes it's just not right. And we have to trust that. Yeah. We don't know what we're doing all the time. Sometimes Sometimes we do. Sometimes we're, you know, we're on fire and shit goes great. And then other times it just really doesn't. And everyone, like that call that we had, I thought this was a really like big point to that networking call that we had in December. Um, everyone on that call admitted to, every woman on that call admitted to working their asses off. They were all overworked, exhausted on the verge of burnout. And so was I at the time, you know, trying to relaunch a business and just exhausted, but everyone. So you see on this, you know, you know, on Instagram, all of the good parts, all of the the highlight reel of everyone's life and they're doing this and they have all these amazing five figure, six figure launches, whatever. But there is, there's a, there's a kind of a, a distrust because really behind the scenes, everyone's working like tons of hours. They don't have the freedom yet. And that's what we really want to get to. Where you can just show up mm-hmm. and your team does the rest. Yeah. 
yeah, or like having, I don't know, I just feel like there, there's a simpler way. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, I was telling Katie, you know, we're, we're in the thick of like trying to launch and like write copy and all that. And I'm like, there, I'm hitting some like hiccups. And I'm like, the very woman who I'm trying to advocate for, I still have not yet embodied. And so it's like, that is the place where we need to get to, yeah. I think in any message that we're really advocating for is have you have you embodied that yet? Like, are you the very thing, the very transformation that you're, you're going to walk your clients through or the big promise is, are you, you know, are you there too? And I think for us, like we really are advocating for women doing business differently. And right now we're in the thick of a launch and like really trying to iron out all the details Mm -hmm. from across the country. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot. And, but it's also a lot as well, because we have, you know, it's those middle days between Christmas and New Year when the kids are at home, you know, mm-hmm. it's been raining here all week. So you're stuck in the house. Kids are going crazy. They want to get out. Can't go out. It's raining and you're trying to do, you're trying to balance. And it's just, you know, that it's heavy. It is really yeah. heavy. You guys, if you're listening to this, I think the the key point of this is you have to give yourself grace and remember that nobody knows what the hell they're doing. Everybody's trying to figure it out. Some people have found a groove that works for them and that's the shit that they yeah. sell, but not everything that your coach does or your mentor or the person in your community or mm-hmm. um, somebody that you just created a relationship with, not everybody is going to have the same thing and it's not all going to work for you either. So you really have to tap into your intuition, like get to know yourself, take Mm -hmm. care of yourself, take time for yourself, like literally sit with yourself and listen to the thoughts that go across your head and figure out what stories that you are repeating in your head and what you're telling yourself. And then only Mm -hmm. then when you have that awareness, can you actually start paying attention and listening and make a plan for what's going to work for you. Cause I'm going to give you a personal example. Like I invested in a coach and I love her to death and I reinvested with her, but the way that she teaches launching, like the way she shows up on social media, she's very energetic and like, this is so cool. And she just knows all the right words. And for a long time, I was really trying to keep up with her, you know, and be like, okay, well that works for her. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to do that too. Cause that's obviously the way it works. Yeah. And I had two failed launches with absolutely no interest in 2021 because I was not showing up as myself. Because when I went to that mastermind retreat with my coach, everybody there was like, you're not the same person that you are on social media. And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, you're much more like chill and laid back and funny. And so I was like, oh, and that really like that is burned in my brain. So when I started promoting my like free little masterclass I did the other day, I just showed up and I was like, Hey, if you guys want to come hang out with me on zoom, like it's just super chill. I'm just going to go over like the four C's of 2022, you know, if you want, I'm not even going to do an opt-in, just send me your email and I'll send, I've had more interest than other thing that I promoted because I tapped into what is real for me. Again, there's no rule. There's no playbook. You can do it any way that you want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Abraham Hicks, who I listen to all the time is be deliberate enough to care about how you feel. And if you use that as your guidance system, like this feels, this doesn't feel good. This feels exciting. I'm inspired. Okay. Follow that. Mm -hmm. But if you're like, this feels heavy, I don't really want to do this. Then I think it's, it's worth a pause. It's worth like looking at, well, what would, what would be the thing that I I do want to do? Yeah, for sure. That makes all the difference. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, even with, 
I did a launch last last June with my previous business with Soko and it was heavy, right? It was there was a lot to it. I put a lot in to get that launch to, you know, where like it was a five figure launch. It was brilliant. That was amazing for me in, you know, only a few months into my business. But it was like I did a lot. And but I shifted and pivoted during it. So I did a masterclass and throughout the whole masterclass, my slides weren't showing. So I was there talking to everyone for the whole hour and no one, no one mentioned it. No one had to tell me your slides aren't showing that I busted my ass creating. No. Um, so then I decided, you know what, I'm going to do something else because masterclasses for me, yeah, they're fine, but I much prefer a collaborative space. So I wanted to do a workshop. So then I created a workshop. I did a workshop where it was interactive. So it wasn't just me talking at someone all the time it was you know interactive we were talking through ideas and all that kind of stuff in a workshop and that worked so much better for me and then afterwards there was com- like lots of conversations and you know in the dms and relationships being built but it was very surprising to me that a lot of the women that came into that program were women that were watching from the sidelines they were women that weren't in my space all the time that weren't you know asking all the questions. They were actually just watching from the sidelines. And that was a really interesting thing for me as well, which I now have great connections with. But yeah, I think that you just have to go with the flow and what feels right. And I showed up, I showed up live and I was like, yeah, my masterclass was a disaster. (laughs) I love the the transparency. Like this really sucked. This 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 makes other people feel free to be honest too, because nothing, everybody acts like everything is just peachy keen all the time. It's just, everything's great. You know, I had a great launch, this, that, and the other thing, but nobody talks about like the fact that you were up until midnight, the fact that your freaking Mm -hmm. landing page wasn't working, your opt-ins were not connected to the right thing. Like let's, let's bring some honesty and transparency back. And I want to wrap that. Oh yeah. The the zoom link broke as well right before five minutes yeah five minutes I mean, before I, go live but like you know I don't know if I've ever had a thing like a production a master class uh a whatever not have tech hiccups why yeah. is somebody talking about that like it happens to me every single nice. time but I want to circle this back to a parting piece of wisdom from each one of us and whichever one of you wants to start first you can but for the people who are like you know what starting my own community around me with like-minded entrepreneurs like Again, you're no better than me. I'm no better than you. I'm just facilitating this and it's a collaborative environment. What is your top piece of wisdom for somebody who wants to do that in 2022 and beyond? Yeah, so I would say to start befriending your competition because they don't need to be your competition. They actually should be your collaboration partners. And because I have done that in the past, I have had referrals myself and referred other people to competitors essentially because you know either I'm booked out or they're booked out and we have passed different clients across from each other and I think if you can have that relationship with you know it's not just about being in competition with someone it's about genuinely wanting all of us to win there is enough clients out there for everyone we can all win if that's what we want to do you know it's we can have it all by being in a collaborative supportive environment rather than a competitive one mm, amen mm-hmm. I think my piece of advice I would say is go deep rather than go wide. So your presence really matters. That's going to, that's our Leo Rising's word for 2022 Mm -hmm. is like, how can we, how can we really, really cultivate and spend the time 
to focus on the relationships that we really want rather than like spreading ourselves mm -hmm. so thin. I just think when we feel filled up and not so spread out, I think that's when we start to, the relationships really, that's when they become like juicy and fulfilling and for you in the moment. And then for you, for going forth, like you remember, like I just look at like some of the relationships I've built on Instagram on my personal, well, what's now my personal account, but like, you know, like there are always people that I'm checking back in with. And so I think if you can, if you have relationships going, like, you know, you don't need to be all over the place. If there's a Facebook group that you really like being in and you want those relationships, like, I say keep going with that and reaching out to people and doing podcast interviews or, you know, just really, I think, I think it only takes a handful of having a really solid community. You don't need mm -hmm. to have this massive influencer type account or reach, you know, really think about putting your energy into a few really good relationships. I think you're golden. Yes. Yeah. I think mine is, it's kind of like a twofold. It's number one, put your ego aside because everybody mm -hmm. has different strengths. Every, but like, you don't know everything. And just because you don't, doesn't mean this other person might. So if you're going to build a community around yourself, like, especially if it's going to be something that people pay for to join, I think it's really important if you let the people in your community kind of build it themselves. Because those are your ideal clients. They're the people who are, you know, the ones who are going to be a part of it. And I actually have a community or a membership coming here. I mean, I probably should launch it today, but whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. But do you want yeah, to? I do, but I'm like, I'm so burnt out. Like I do, yeah. I'm really excited about it, but my kid, just life in general is happening. Yeah. But I, for the last month, I have had 10 people who have worked with me in 2021 and they're all my ideal clients. They're all showing up every day. They're working their asses off. They are seeing results. They're putting in the work. They don't have that victim mentality of like, well, I invested in this and I didn't see results because they put the work in and that's the biggest thing. So I reached out to them when I had this idea of having a membership and I was like, you guys, I was like, I want you to help me build this. Are you interested? They're like, oh yes. Oh yes. And so taking their feedback and putting my ego aside and what I think they would like, it will move mountains. There was something yes. that they told me to do. And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. oh, I mean, like you're my ideal client. You're the person I'm making this for. So if that's what you want, let's do mm -hmm. it. Like, for example, one of the girls was like, yeah, I don't read my emails a lot, but like, what about text marketing? And I was like, what? Yeah. Why not? Why, why, mm -hmm. why couldn't I do text marketing? And now I'm thinking about kind of steering away from email marketing more and diving more deep into text marketing because I'm like, mm -hmm. that aligns with me more because I don't like getting emails. <laughs> like I really don't. I have so many, <laughs> but I can get texts all the time. I have, yeah. I'm signed up for like the holistic psychologist. I have her texts come to my phone every day and I love that little piece of wisdom that I get. And I love the reminders. Mm -hmm. So I think it's really important that you let everybody have their place and help have the people that you want in your community build it up for you because you all at the end of the day have a shared purpose, a shared vision, a shared mission. And you're really just like sharing mm -hmm. that with everybody and being all on the same page. That's bottom line what it is. Mm -hmm. And we, we did the same thing that. with, with the, you know, with getting all of you guys onto a call for the, the program that we're launching in the new year. And because you're creating it for the people, you know, so you have to get their advice, their 
their input and any client that I work with, no matter what stage they're at, the first question I ask them is when do they last do market research? Because you really need to be talking to your people on an ongoing basis. We've just gone through a massive pandemic, like our whole mindset, our whole thinking, the way we want to do life and business, everything has changed. So you need to be constantly asking and really like market research. And that can just be a few calls, but that needs to be done on a regular basis, like a quarterly, you know, every six months to keep things fresh and to keep it what people actually want. So yeah, amazing that you did that, Lexi, because it's just so important. Oh yeah. And you guys also like with your networking events, having mm-hmm. the structure you do in your community that's coming, super excited mm-hmm. to see how that looks. Cause I mean, you guys obviously are two powerhouses and taking both of your powers, your superpowers and combining them to create Leo rising and the mission and the purpose you guys have, which is so much bigger than yourselves. And every, mm-hmm. it, I mean, it's, it's, how can you not be a part of that? How can you not? So anyways, I just want to thank you guys so much for jumping on this podcast with me. Where can people find you guys and how can they work with you? So, okay. So we are on Leo Rising HQ on Instagram and now TikTok. We're soon to be hitting up YouTube as well. We have a strategy coming for that in the new year. So keep keep watching for that. And we're also launching a podcast in February. So, you know, we're just taking all the... <laughs> all the stuff on at the minute. How they can work with us is we we offer a design consultancy and community. So we have our website launching in January um, in the new year, January 10th, Kelly. Kelly is the website queen. So yes, we have our first program launching to our, a group of people that we've been networking with on the 3rd of January. And then we're going to have a, our full community launch in April. So there's that, or you can do one-to-one services through design and consultancy. So yeah, or you can hit us up, hello at leorisinghq.com. I love it. You guys are freaking amazing. And um, I'm Thank so excited. You so see- much. Yes, I'm so excited to see like a year from now, we got to do a podcast, circle back and be like, okay, here's yes. what we learned. Because we we obviously both have communities and memberships that we're, we are mm-hmm. going to cultivate in 2022. So it's going to be interesting yeah. when we circle back in a year and be like, okay, what does that look like? What did we learn? Where did we fail? What's mm-hmm. some new wisdom? There's going to be lots. There will be lots. <laughs> Yeah. There will be so much. Yes. <laughs> All right. If you're listening to this or watching the video, tune in again. Thank you. Hey, thank you so much for being here and hanging out with us in the lounge today. Don't forget to share some love in the reviews, connect with us on social media, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. And can you do me one last favor? Send me a DM on Instagram so I can say, hey, I would love to get to know you more. Until next Tuesday, we'll see you then.